This episode of The Latest is brought to you by The Latest. Here's the latest review of The Latest, written by you on Apple Podcasts. If you didn't hear anything, it's because you didn't write one. Do it now and enjoy the show. It's Sunday, January 26. I'm Greg Ott. This is the latest. The U.S. Embassy in China is evacuating American citizens from Wuhan, the center of the coronavirus outbreak. A young Chinese woman has tested positive for the disease, and there are now calls for the federal government to take drastic measures to contain a potential outbreak. The city is on ever greater lockdown. Those voices are discussing the Wuhan coronavirus, the rapidly spreading illness that still won't convince men to wash their hands after using a public restroom. Becoming a global sensation virtually overnight, it's the Kelly Clarkson of respiratory illnesses, making loser outbreaks like SARS and Ebola look like Susan Boyle and Ruben Studdard. Global efforts are underway to contain the coronavirus, leading to quarantines, travel screenings, and what is hopefully an indefinite moratorium on Jimmy Buffett concerts. The source of the virus is said to be China's wild animal markets, which sell woods-to-table delicacies such as snakes, bats, cicadas, wolves, porcupines, guinea pigs, and turtles, otherwise known as the ingredients of a hot dog. Consumption of these dollar menu treats produces symptoms such as heartburn, nausea, indigestion, upset stomach, diarrhea, and death. Human-to-human transmission of the virus is spread through coughs and sneezes, making small talk with your coworkers even more dangerous than before. Public health experts are warning against mass hysteria. After all, the common flu kills roughly 35,000 people a year in the United States. And in Ireland, an average of two people are killed every time Matthew Broderick goes on a vacation. But for many years, experts have been sounding the alarm over global pandemics as if they were the only unproduced Roland Emmerich film. It's happened before. The 1918 Spanish flu killed nearly 50 million people. And the Asian flu of 1957 is believed to have killed 4 million people. Only 80,000 people a year die from the American flu, also known as diabetes. But it's easy to imagine an infectious strain of influenza devastating the United States. Not because of any particularly dangerous symptoms, but because nobody has any sick days or affordable health insurance. It's too early to say whether this virus is a true scourge on society, like another Star Wars film, or if it's just an overhyped fad, like another Star Wars film. But the long-term effects of climate change have greatly increased the opportunities for other deadly viruses to spread in the future. Some scientists believe that the melting Arctic permafrost will unleash diseases that have been trapped in the ice for eons, jonesing for the chance to finally get defrosted and destroy your body like a hungry man dinner. And a warmer climate will make it easier for mosquito-borne illnesses such as Zika to migrate throughout the world. We shouldn't be building a wall. We should be building a net. Now, I'm not trying to be alarmist. After all, I live in New York City. I assume the virus came with my Metro card. But if I am hospitalized by the coronavirus and I end up going bankrupt because my insurance hits its limit, I just hope that the food they serve at the hospital is a little better than bat soup. And now it's time for the O.J. Simpson Twitter update. Hey, Twitter world. Hey, Twitter world. Hey, Twitter world. This is me, yours truly. Yours truly. My guest today is Josh Ottaviano. He's a lifelong Boston sports fan. Josh, thanks for joining me. Thanks for having me on, Greg. On Tuesday, O.J. levied criticism against a Baseball Hall of Fame voter who cast a ballot against Derek Jeter. Hey, Twitter world. Yours truly. Who wouldn't vote for Derek Jeter? I mean, seriously, take that guy's vote away from him. 
He should never be able to vote again. He's probably from Boston, but even Boston people appreciate good baseball. Josh, what do you think about what OJ had to say? Being a Boston Red Sox fan, I mean, Fenway Park is the mecca of baseball, and you're never going to find a more passionate and a more rabid fan base that doesn't just appreciate the Sox, but baseball in general. Mm-hmm. And what do you think about OJ? Uh, he's a murderer. That's this week's OJ Simpson Twitter update. Josh, thanks for joining me. Thanks for having me, Greg. And that's the latest written, recorded, produced by Greg Ott. If you like the show, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, other strange apps that people seem to use. I'm at underscore Greg Ott on Twitter. Yeah, right. See you soon. And by see you soon, I mean hear you soon. And by hear you soon, I mean you'll be hearing me soon. And by hearing me soon, I mean you'll be hearing uh, another episode of this soon. And by another episode, you will be hearing... Well, that's what I... uh... Okay. Uh... I know, I know I need to change this, okay? I'm just, I, I'm just gonna, I, I'm not working on it right now.